0: Hello, hello, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Elegant Conversation with Jacqueline Valdez. I'm super excited to be here. So today's guest, we did get started a little bit late, but we're here. So I'm super excited. She is Miss Black USA. She's also a huge advocate for the arts, which I'm super excited about and super excited to talk to her more, Miss Sandra Black, And let's come back. And welcome, 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 Sandra Branch hi i
1: love love how are you oh my goodness let's just chalk today up to another day in 2020 and leave it
0: (laughs) there i love it right (laughs) oh my goodness gracious so much so so a little fun fact you guys is we actually have met through my second family sheen magazine and we had an an incredible interview and so much fun so i'm super honored and excited to have you back (laughs) it's so good to be here Yes. So how have you
1: been? I've been well. Um, We've been holding up despite everything else going on. um, We've made a conscious effort to like put on our happy face and and do what we got to do and soldier on.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. That's so true. Yes. So it's been so exciting watching your journey since we first met and seeing all of the amazing things that you've been up to. It's been a lot of
1: fun. Um, I consider myself truly blessed. And I think that, you know, I will always have the distinction of being the longest reigning Ms. Black USA. Um, The reign should have been over in August of last year. And, you know, I'm still here. I'm still um, able to do interviews with fantastic people like yourself. And I'm still able to talk about my platform and reach out to women and uplift them in this really tough time. So I consider it a blessing.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. I know. And you're such a huge inspiration. You have just been really using your platform and really helping others and really speaking out for women and for the arts.
1: I have, I, it's always been near and dear to my heart. So it's become sort of second nature to me. Um, it's, not something that I do because I won the pageant. It's something that I was doing all along. And having won um, the title gave me such a huge platform. It gave me an elevated platform and an amplified voice. So I've been really, really fortunate to be able to draw attention to the fact that there are inequities in the arts and there are disparities that we need to pay attention to.
0: Yeah, and it's crazy because I feel like that's the first place that things are let go, you know, is the ability to give younger ones the opportunity to be a part of the arts or to have it available in schools or to, you know, um, it's so important, especially during this hard time in life right now with COVID and everything is the arts
1: are huge. It's so neat. What's the first thing everybody reached for? When we went into lockdown, there were a couple of things that flew off the shelves, groceries and craft supplies. Yeah. You couldn't find that stuff anywhere because everybody innately knew that they needed to be still and make something beautiful or they needed to be still and revisit that album that they love so much that musicians toiled over and worked really, really hard to make as perfect as they could and release that message out into the world. And that message came back to serve us in this really tough time. If yeah. kids don't get music lessons, we don't get great albums like that. Um, if if students aren't taught color value in the color wheel, in art classes and in schools, then we don't get beautiful paintings. And we don't you know, get these amazing tutorials by um, Little-known artists and folks that you would never think yeah. um, were creating these masterpieces, and I've just been blown away with some of the things that I found on YouTube and and tried to like paint along and um, embroider along and play along. And I've tried to keep up with everything on there. It's helped me pass the time, but I can't say that I've really like mastered anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love it so much that's so true though it's such a huge foundation of you know creating the love in the universe and creating everything businesses and community and culture and life you know so true and i think that this has called us to place
1: value back on that um it's called our attention to the fact that you know, kids aren't just missing school, they're missing their art class, they're missing their drama class, they're missing their dance class. Um, And that it's vital. It's not um, something extra that we can take or leave um, as we move through the world. It's, It's really something that anchors who we are as humans and what our story is. And yeah. I think that being able to create art or even appreciate art, maybe you, you know, have two left feet and you'll never be able to dance and you're tone deaf, but only in the right ear and you'll never be able to sing, but you can still appreciate great art. And I think that those are the things that we've turned back to in 2020 and really paid attention to as um, the more important things.
0: Yes, that's so true. That's such a huge statement. And I love that you said that you saw some incredible people on social media and YouTube and inspired by them because there is so much talent out there that just needs to be seen. And I love that you're exploring, you know, new things too.
1: (laughs) It's the only thing that's kept me sane. And let's not forget about TikTok because the talent on TikTok is absolutely, I mean, Even the makeup artists are making political statements, are making artistic statements um, by the way that they're doing this extreme makeover um, look on themselves. And and they're doing things like setting it to music and then they're cutting the film in and out. And it's just incredible to watch. I'm good to just like get on there and talk. That's about my speed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. I know people keep telling me I need to get on TikTok and do some stuff on there, which I haven't yet, but I'm going to. That's my goal. But I'm a
1: TikTok voyeur. I'm on there only to watch. Like I, I <laughs> think I might have one post. If you went and dug, you could probably find it, and it's probably not that funny or whatever. But you know, I did it. I think on a challenge on Shakespeare's birthday, nice. they wanted us to like do something fun with you know everybody was supposed to go out on their front porch and and recite some Shakespeare into the void, I guess. Um, <laughs> I love- and I decided instead of the void, I'm going to put mine on TikTok. Well, we all see how that worked out.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. And like you said, the creativity from people nowadays is just amazing. I'm obsessed with watching makeup artists too and seeing all the different stuff that they do. And then, you know, a lot of the pa- painters and, graphic designers and artists and dancers and singers. It's its very, um, you know, warm and welcoming and creates so much, you know, creativity. I think I lost it. It does, least... it
1: creates joy. And I think more than, are you there? I yeah. hope you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there, come on I university. think more than, um... a little delay but we'll we'll work it out here again chalk it up to 2020 and let's move on
0: <laughs> right uh we're fighters we stick with it and <laughs>
1: the even more than the creativity what by is how they're how they're using their creativity to get their message across um, some of the black lives matter me- Taken off. Um, I ended up a ton of native TikTokers um, and native artists on Instagram as well. Um, and and I'm here for the BIPOC movement. I feel like you know we've all got to together and and pay attention to each other's struggles um, because they're not really so different. And if you know one of us can make progress, then all of us can make progress. And so I'm here for the, the BIPOC artists that are creating. It's um, really, it's not just, I'm gonna do this silly little, little dance or I'm gonna paint this pretty little picture. Yeah. They're really pouring their heart out and, and showing the world that, you
0: know, I Yeah, and I love that. Like you said, that there's just so much meaning behind everything that's being done, and there's a message. Oh my goodness gracious! Come on, mm-hmm. social media. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And and oh. some are just silly. We oh, love those
0: also. Can you hear me? Can you see me?
1: I can. There's a delay, but I can hear you.
0: <laughs> All right. There's a little bit of a delay. Thank you guys for hanging in there with us. We are trying really hard. We have an important message to say, and we have a great conversation that we need to catch up on here. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. You know,
1: we so- would say, this is how you know you're doing right. This is how you know you're doing something. Because he's going to try to stop you. He's going to throw everything There's gonna be all kinds of roadblocks and signals to turn back when, you know, you've got the most important message. So whoever it is out there, I'm hanging in there for you. We're making it work. It's just for you. Whoever is having that like that day, just know that I'm fighting, I'm struggling and it's on your behalf.
0: I love it so much. I love you. You're such a doll. We are going to definitely have to do this again. And we're going to have to have a reception next time. And we are going to definitely have a longer conversation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting though. And you have a hashtag start strong.
1: Start strong. The A-R-T is capitalized because that's the important part. And I believe that you build strong communities when you have a foundation in the arts, when um, when kids who uh, want lessons can get lessons, whether they can afford lessons or not. Um, sometimes it's not just the tuition or the cost of the lessons themselves. Sometimes it's the cost of materials. Um, sculpting and and renting kiln space and all of those kinds of things it's costly um ballet my mom can tell you about the cost of point shoes and how many i she thought i was eating them at one point um you there's just so many hidden costs that go along good training in the arts that go along with pre-professional solid training um that will help build the next generation of great artists. And if we don't pay attention to um, the fact that not all kids are being served, not all people are being served, because something that was recently brought to my attention is the fact that we have seniors who still want to lead creative and artistic lives. And we need to make sure that they have the avenues to do that as well. And so, you know, um, donating things like yarn and paint and canvases to senior homes and not just, you know, stuff in a box and delivering it over there, but sitting for a few hours and doing a paint along class, you know, how to pull the video up on you, but they can follow along once you pull it up on yours. Um, and it's always just fun to sit at the feet of wisdom and just sort of those kinds of things wash over you.
0: That is so true. I love that you said that. I uh, teach at a retirement home also, which I have not been able to because of COVID. But one of the first things that they cut was their fitness classes and their exercise classes. And I have some ladies that are like we are not dead we are still wanting to dance we are still wanting the arts we are still wanting to move you know we pay so much money why can't we get the fitness and dance and arts that we want
1: (laughs) absolutely and and good on them for speaking up for themselves
0: yeah (laughs) yeah it's so crazy how um like you said, I love that you said it's a foundation and it's going to help the next generation. And, you know, this is going to create our future.
1: Absolutely. And artists are the best neighbors. Um, They're generous with their time and their talents. Um, They're they're generally nice people. You get a few who are, you know super elitist and, and, you know, they get above themselves every once in a while, but I've always had really great working relationships with artists. And what I've found is that if you're in a boardroom, you don't have an artist at the table, you're lacking part of the conversation. You're not really getting the full story and you're not really looking at it from all angles. There's something about the way an artist's brain works no matter what their discipline is, um, that just makes it, makes them approach things from a different place. And if you don't have that artist voice, that, that person who speaking to the situation, the thing somewhere along the way, and you need to go grab an artist and, and come back to the table and have some more discussion.
0: I love that. Grab an artist. <laughs> That's so true. Thinking outside the box. And Grab thinking an artist. <laughs> Grab an artist. Hashtagging that. <laughs> I love that. And it's so true. I have neighbors in my community that are artists. I have one that um, is a wood carver, and then one is a photographer, and then also one is a sculpturist. And they are just the kindest, most generous, most creative people, and always there to help others.
1: And things just mysteriously get fixed and things just mysteriously get pretty. And you're like, oh, I didn't notice that before. And you know, there's a little a little something or they're gardening and there's just something about the spirit of an artist in that neighborhood or that's around that you know, just sort of smooths things, some of those rough edges over. And you know, a lot of artists have been the ones to be really creative about Making sure that art goes forward, even though we can't gather. Um, as a performing artist, I thrive on stage. When I get on stage, and and you know, I'm wearing the big hair and the make myself for a few minutes, and I I can do something um, daring. I can do something exciting. I can be somebody outside of, you know, this little bubble that I'm contained in for the rest of the day. Um, There's just something about being in that space. And I have been missing that a Mm. lot. And so any opportunity for mom feels like a weak substitute, but a substitute nonetheless. And that's with... um, that little dot on the screen is really hard and it's been and it's a bit differently um, because when you're on stage with another person, there's that give and take, there's a different energy um, and there's an understanding between you and there's risk and um, it's what we call impossible and we're all in this together and we're going to experience it together whatever it turns out to be yeah and yeah. it's hard to have that with it but yeah. 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 it it really yeah. forces you to dig in and say okay well I don't have that energy I have to create that energy
0: I love that you said that that's so true because there is nothing as more magical when you're on the stage and you're performing and you've got the energy from the audience and your um, co-actors, dancers and uh, pageant people. But you have to really dig in deep and see how creative you can be talking to a screen and just, you know, creating that imagination that there's people watching you and, you know, trying to feed off that energy.
1: Yeah. And you also internalize the fact that people are craving um, the act of witnessing that onstage moment um, just as much as you are missing creating that onstage moment. So it now becomes my responsibility to create something beautiful, no matter how hard it is to do it on the screen or in these boxes. It's my responsibility now to create something beautiful, so that I can still convey that joy to the people who need it. Because folks are down these days, you know it's it's hard, and and you know it 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 doesn't look like um, we've made all, as much progress as we may have wanted to, right? And so people are still feeling a little bit stuck and frustrated, and I feel like anything I can do to alleviate some of that is my duty to do it.
0: I love it so much. Yeah, and you have been doing so much. You've been helping so many people and been such a huge inspiration. And I love that, you know, you're using your platform and you're really speaking out and really pushing yourself. Yeah, and, and sometimes
1: pushing myself means remembering to post on Instagram, even if it's just a quote, even if it's just a thought. Um, and and there have been a lot of days where I haven't, um, moment of vulnerability here, there have been days when I haven't felt pretty. I haven't, I felt like oh, I've been stuck in the house all day and I've got, it's just me in this puff and... I'm still wearing my glasses, and you know, (laughs) I don't really. I've had to really psych myself up and put on an outfit, go outside, take a picture, and then come back inside and post it. Like if if that's what I accomplished day, then you know I have to sometimes be satisfied with that. And you know, being in a um, really high stress, high stakes work environment right now. Um, I'm a professional educator and it is not a happy place right now and there are a lot of conversations um, that are tough conversations for a lot of reasons Um, you know you talk to other teachers about kids you know are having a hard time you talk to other teachers about kids you know who are not being successful in class um, and it's Really, really tough to reconcile the fact that we're in a pandemic. It's a global pandemic. We're in social strife. There's upheaval on every corner. The kids are stressed out already for so many reasons and still snap back to that place of, but it's my job to teach you how to cope with this and how to come out of it on the other side even better and stronger and wiser. And I can't do that if you won't plug in. And it's just, there have been some really, really hard days at work I'm outside myself and do something that's going to uplift somebody else. But I got I got to plug in. That's part of the job description.
0: Yeah. And I love that you said that, you know, thinking about other people and it's hard to realize, you know, there's the kids and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And, you know, it is a pandemic and it is a scary time to be growing up right now. And to have to put yourself in that mind frame of being that inspiration and being the uplifting Yeah. I, I can't I can't
1: imagine my 16 year old self living through this moment. And I think that, you know, if grown-ups would think back to again to that sixteen 16- Year old self, where you talk to your inner child for a second (laughs) and you know, think about if they were having to live through this moment, what would that actually feel like? A lot of people, when they say, Well, put yourself in somebody else's shoes, sometimes you can't put your full self as you are right now in this moment. Because me as a grown woman with a, a a good paying job and a husband and a child and a supportive family and, and it's tough for me. Yeah. But if I were to take this current me and put myself in those shoes, it would be one thing. But if I really reach back to thirteen year old Shonda, who you know had buck teeth <laughs> and knobby <laughs> knees and hadn't filled <laughs> out yet, and you know was self conscious about everything and you know had all these perfectionistic tendencies in her head if i really thought back to that kid and put that kid in this situation it's a different story and and i think that you know sometimes as grown-ups we forget that putting ourselves in someone else's shoes doesn't always mean the person you are now
0: i love that that's such a good point yeah it's so true and It, you know, I feel like more humanity needs to have more empathy towards one another and more compassion. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. It took me a
1: long time to come around to that. And I'm still coming to grips with it. Um, I get into what we call analysis paralysis, where I'm thinking about all the things. And I'm not making a decision because I wanted to be right and I wanted to be perfect and I wanted to be just like this. And I have to let go of that in order to accomplish some of the goals that I have lined up for myself next. And so um, that's that's been a struggle for me, and it will probably continue to be a struggle for me. Um, but I'm, I'm aware of it, and and that's there's part of working on it.
0: Yeah. And that's important. You know, you're aware and you're working on it. And even like the little things that you might think are little accomplishments are huge, you know, going outside, taking that picture of yourself, putting makeup on, getting a dress on. Those are big things. And you should not take those for granted and be proud of yourself for all the little stuff and the big stuff that you do and just anything that anyone does.
1: I actually. That's um, have been- right, and I've had to do. Um, I've had to give myself little treats and little rewards.
0: Yeah, <laughs> self love. You know, a bowl of ice cream Self-love. never
1: actually really killed anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you know something and it's not always food sometimes you know i'll, I'll go ahead and order that that new lip smear from beauty bakery that i've had my eye on you know <laughs> you know click click go on one of those little things celebrate yourself those, yes. those little treats along the way
0: i love that celebrate yourself <laughs> such a good thing Oh, my goodness gracious. It has been such a pleasure. I'm so glad we were able to catch up some. There's this another track. Part one.
1: I'm so glad you invited me back. And, you know, we're going to iron out the kinks and get our story straight. And, and like, yes. we're going to make it go. Yes, we Just are. Keep inviting me back. We'll get it figured out.
0: All right. I will. It has been such a pleasure and I'm so excited for your journey and for where you're going with everything. And you're just such a beautiful spirit. And we will have part two, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) We will do more. (laughs) Thank you so much, love. It has been such a pleasure. Thank you for illuminating the world with your presence. Thank you. you.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Lots of love. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys being patient with us. It has been such a pleasure. Don't worry. We are going to talk again when we have a little bit better of a connection. So thank you for watching Elegant Conversation with Jacqueline Valdez, Eliminating the World One Voice at a Time. Thank you, guys.